0: This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress.
1: We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives.
0: And now the conversation begins. This is episode 142. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Tara Clays.
1: And I'm Liam Dempsey. Today, we're joined by C. Shakawat Sultan. Shakawat is the business development manager at CodeRex. He works hand-in-hand with the developers and the marketing team to create useful plugins. He is passionate about WordPress and loves to contribute to the community. Welcome, Sultan. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you. uh, Thank you, Liam. And hi, Tara. Nice to be joining with you.
0: Thanks for being here today. Um, we're really glad that you're here, and I know it's late where you are, so we're grateful for you staying up or waking up <laughs> to be with us. Can you tell no, us a little bit more? Oh, can you tell I us a little bit more exci- about yourself?
2: excited to talk with you guys. Yeah.
0: Oh, we're excited too. Thanks. Um, right. Would you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Sultan uh, as the business development manager at Codrix, and I work uh, as a product manager at Rix Team, which is a sister concern of Codrix. So right now I'm in charge of, you know, developing uh, plugins in my company and uh, helping out my marketing team and the uh, developers to interact properly so that uh, plugin development can be done properly. Uh, besides that, I'm just, uh, you know, just completed my graduations and not really that old, I I, I would like to think. That's all.
0: Do you want to tell us how old you are?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm 27 right now.
0: That's <laughs> That's a great age.
2: <laughs> that is not as old as I am. <laughs>
0: Can you, um, and and for our listeners, where are you located?
2: Uh, right now I'm talking with you from Dhaka, Bangladesh. So th- this is where I was born my whole life. I grew up here. So yeah, that's where I'm talking with you. Great, great. And it's so, very late where you are. So thank you very much
1: for joining us and for yeah, accommodating uh, our, our little show to, to be so Pleasant. Uh, Tara and I are in early afternoon, and what are you,
2: about uh, one it, in the morning now? 12 12.30 a.m. right now.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Great. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in uh, in computers, tech, WordPress, all of the above.
2: Uh, to be honest, this this industry is pretty new for me. Uh, in WordPress, uh, I, I'm only here about two and a half years. Uh, before that, I used to be part of call centers. Uh, international call centers. In fact, we we used to be the guys that used to call you guys to sell phone plans and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what I was part of. Uh, Then uh, all of a sudden I decided to change the industry as, you know, that cannot be taken as a career. I wanted a career that had a future. So I had to switch industries and uh, meanwhile continued my education. And here I am today thanks to Codebricks. I mean, the owner of Codebricks knew me personally, So he mentored me from nothing to what I am now. Everything I know about WordPress or digital marketing is basically what I learned from uh, Mr. Lincoln, the owner of CodeRex. So uh, that's how I got into the WordPress industry. So uh, over the time, I've seen that uh, things are very different in your community. I mean, uh, if you look at other communities, people are always looking at how to deface another company and grow themselves. But the WordPress community is something where I see that uh, everybody is trying to improve together. And that's what intrigued me into staying in this industry, to be honest. Yeah, that's a really interesting point around the
1: supportive nature of the mm-hmm. WordPress community, especially from business to business and agency to agency. And, and yeah, inevitably, there's there's a little bit of competition. We want to have the best plugin or <laughs> You know, a couple of the bigger agencies might put in for work for some of these bigger enterprise mm. clients. But by and large, it's a it's a supportive environment. Um, I'm glad that you're experiencing that as well. You you right. said that you just finished your your studies. You just got a degree. Did I understand that right. correctly? Did I hear that correctly? What did you graduate? Right. with? What, what did you study? Uh, uh,
2: computer science and engineering. So this is my background. <laughs> Well, I I mean, Tara asked me a question that, uh, how did I get into tech? Uh, I was excited about computing ever since I was in school. So uh, back then, I used to learn coding using Visual Basic. Uh, Then uh, eventually, I had to learn C programming on my own. Uh, Due to my jobs, I couldn't continue my studies for a while. But uh, then when I got back to the university, I thought, let's get get on track with the one that I'm passionate about. So I had to get into computer science and engineering.
1: That's cool. And so you're in a business development role now. And so what, is that, what does that mean? What does that look like day to day for you?
2: Uh, basically, I have I have three roles in the company now. Business development is the main role, uh, where I have to look at how the company is presented to everybody, how I have to think about how the company can grow. Uh, for example, for CodeRix, uh, it's a web development firm. So... I have to decide that how I will present my uh, company to the people that are coming to us or how people will see that uh, this is a reliable company, right? Uh, Along with that, I also need to maintain the fact that uh, people who are working here are thinking positive about the company itself, okay? So even though I'm not the project manager, we do have a project manager. Uh, We both of us play hand in hand to make sure that our employees are always motivated and uh, they l- love to work uh, in this environment. So that's the main role that I follow in business development. Uh, aside from that, obviously, we have client meetings, uh, finding new ventures for the business. Those things are the general responsibilities of business development that I do every day.
0: So are you utilizing your uh, your? coding and programming skills that or not as much anymore, it sounds
2: like? Uh, basically, since I'm more into a marketing role, you see, uh, the Rex theme side, they are into plugin development, right? So I'm actually taking the lead in their marketing, you know, marketing of the uh, all the plugins. We have about five. So uh, under me, there are a few people who are acting as product managers, and I'm also acting as a product manager for two of our core plugins, uh because they are more complicated so uh initially when i joined here i wasn't really the business development manager when i joined here i was just a marketeer right i was taught to be a digital marketer and eventually uh, it was decided that maybe i could go into a larger role and uh went into business development besides marketing so the marketing side has never left me it's still there okay and uh I use coding to a minimum, uh, let's say to front end basis, let's say HTML and CSS. Uh, I don't really get to code within the plugins and stuff. We have developers for that. They are like, you know, 10 times more experienced than I am. So why put my hand into something that's that can be done better by somebody else?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I understand that. Yeah. Do you prefer the marketing? Are you enjoying it?
2: Oh, definitely. Uh, As I said, I was part of call center and it's all about marketing. So uh, I've been in the marketing for over 10 years now. So of course I love it. (laughs) It's fun because uh, I I would just like to share one interesting thing. Like when I joined digital marketing, it became so different. Uh, You see, when you are a salesman, you can actually uh, say that, okay, I'm confident I'll get five sales today. But when you're in digital marketing, it's not about sales. It's about presenting your company and growing. And it's so different uh, that you do not really target for a number of sales. You actually target for a number of reaching a lot of people, uh, letting people know how useful you are rather than uh, they should buy it and you know pay you money. So that's what I'm more focused on right now. I love that perspective, that's fantastic.
1: What does what is what is marketing for a development agency, a plugin agency look like in a COVID-19 world where you're not going to WordCamps, you're not going to local meetups, you're not even probably going to visit the big businesses in the area that might need your services, might benefit from your services, but you're not gonna pump <laughs> down and have a cup of tea or a coffee with them. What does that look like for you?
2: Uh, I would say I'll just show you both both ends of the uh, swords. You see, during the lockdown, uh, the web web development side of her company uh, suffered a lot because uh, web development only occurs when businesses are running well, and the websites we make are for business that have physical business, right? So during COVID, they decided that to cut off their uh, expenses, they don't need to you know develop a website a good agency they rather stay with what they have so any web development agency suffered a lot during the lockdown but again when you go into plugin development it really depends on what plugins you have certain plugins are essential and helpful during the lockdown for example uh, if i say uh, zoom 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 is an application that could be used more during the lockdown than before again uh, our company had the fortune to uh, have E-commerce uh, related pl- plugins such as Product Feed Manager, or we had a VR plugin uh, for WPVR with which people can, you know, create virtual tours. Now, these are certain things that actually boomed during the lockdown. Uh, real estate properties were selling only because they had uh, a way to showcase properties online. Uh, nobody were visiting at that time, so virtual tour or virtual reality, in fact, saw a big rise in usage. Uh, then. You know the online market, uh, during COVID, UK, US, they saw a huge rise in online sales. So uh, any company that had products that are favoring for e-commerce or online sales, they actually did pretty well. And the marketing wasn't that difficult because all you had to do is reach out to the people that have an online shop. And most of them are interested because now they're looking to sell more. They have more opportunities. But then again, the downside is people who doesn't have those sort of plugins. If you look at plugins that are, you know, for personal use, those plugins are going to be in very, very bad shape during the lockdown because people who use these plugins for personal satisfaction, personal use, they'll be like, okay, I'm losing money, so right now I can live without it, and so that's that's the scenario actually. Go ahead, Tara.
0: I was going to ask if you and your team have always been remote or is that? um, Uh,
2: No, Uh, we had to be remote during COVID because, uh, you know, our country is not really in a good shape uh, in terms of maintaining COVID because uh, even though the death rate is low in our country, but uh, the affected rate is really high. So we had to make sure that uh, we don't let our employees get affected. So we had to move remote during that time. But it did hamper our performance a lot because, uh, you know, uh, what I believe is in terms of marketing or project management, if the people are in front of you, it's easier to understand their mindset than when you are uh, talking online because at that time you don't get get the picture of their body language or, uh, you know, their tone. It's really difficult. So when we moved remote, it did affect our business. But uh, as we said, we tried uh, our best, you know, for our safety and now that we meant right now we're not working remotely we are working from our office
1: so let me let me ask you about um mm-hmm. word camps back when we all used to go to them uh okay. you you started part of our conversation talking about how you find that the the community is quite supportive of itself and those in it and share with us your first experience of a WordCamp. Was that something that you decided to go on your own? Did uh, the company, did CodeRex send you? Did you bring it up to them and said, hey,
2: maybe I should go to this, talk to us about that. What was your experience like? I'll tell you certain things, it's pretty interesting. Um, I didn't go to any WordCamp outside my country. That's the downside of it yet, because I'm not experienced enough. Uh, but there was a WordCamp situated in Bangladesh, Dhaka, and uh, I'll tell you, we, my company was responsible. My, my company and there was another company. Uh, actually, it was a total of about five web development companies that joined together to organize the whole thing, all right? And Codrix was one of those companies. So we had to work hand-in-hand in preparing stuff for uh, that WordCamp itself and then, again, attend that as a company. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty fun. But I'll tell you a funny story that, that day, I had a medical emergency with one of my family members, so I couldn't attend the ward camp from the the beginning. Uh, Then when I managed to find some time to go there, it started raining really like, what should I say, cats and dogs. So uh, midway on my way to ward camp, I was already soaking wet, Uh, Then by the time I reached WordCamp, Dhaka, it was probably the last two sessions going on. So I almost missed it. (laughs) So uh, It's sad, but yet, uh, you know, I enjoyed the day for some reason because I was excited about the event. Uh, When you have something hard to get, you love it more. So when I went there, uh, it it was still buzzed. Uh, A lot of people came in and they were all interested in uh, knowing about each and every company. Uh, we got to meet some pretty good people from abroad as well. Uh, so it was, it was fun. I mean, it was interesting. Uh, that was the first time I went to a WordCamp. Before that, I did attend meetups, WordPress meetups. But those are all local, so you don't see foreigners there. <laughs> and, uh, before that, any WordCamps took place. Uh, I was responsible for arranging the content for the company. But uh, basically, it was the owner who visited. You know, Lincoln himself went there. Uh, I don't know if you remember that Walk to WordCamp event uh, by Marcel Bootsman. So Marcel is basically a close personal friend with Lincoln. So we were one of the sponsors for him and we were covering for that. So I was actually keeping track of each and everything Marcel was doing. And I had to prepare. Yeah. I had to uh, prepare contents on a regular basis, keep keep my owner uh, updated about what he's doing. And, uh, you know, we had to... Make sure that Marcel uh, gets all the support he gets because it, it was a pretty neat event and uh, a noble one. Yeah, so, didn't he walk? Marcel, I think, yeah. lives in
1: Holland, right? And he walked to WordCamp Europe. Oh, I didn't yeah, and you know, walked like <laughs> right. hundreds of kilometers to raise money for some organization. I can't remember right, the specific, right. but
2: that's it, right? Right, right. So yeah, we we were covering all of that, and that was pretty exciting for me because. Uh, It was not about just Marcel walking there. I could see that people were actually reaching out to him and donating money to him uh, because uh, they knew that the cause was to allow some people to visit WordCamp uh, that cannot afford to go there. You see, I mean, you know, in the WordPress community, there are people who are really rich. Again, there are people who has a hard time. And those companies, uh, they were working really hard to uh, find some money. And Marcel did this event, which actually got a pretty good amount of donations. And I could see the WordPress community opening up. Even, you know, that uh, people uh, opened their uh, selves to Marcel saying that they could live at their place on their way. So those things were really amazing. We didn't expect that. I was thinking he's going to get money to go and stay in hotels and stuff. But no, <laughs> people were actually letting him live with them. So that, that was a big thing for me. And I that's when I knew that the community is actually very different.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that, I remember that now that does speak volumes about this community and uh, and everyone that we've talked to on this podcast who's who has uh, interacted in any way with WordPress, I think has felt that support that's very unusual in other places. Yeah.
2: right.
0: So um, I would like to ask you a question that we ask of everyone, which mm-hmm. is about success. So okay. we like to ask our guests how they define success and what it means in their life
2: okay uh, to me uh, i would go a different approach with success uh, you see uh, many people say that you know being successful is when you you know earn a lot of money and stuff like that but to me you get success every day uh, you see uh, everything you do has a purpose right and uh, to me success is when that purpose is met now it could be a simple thing as you know waking up at 9am If my goal last day was I'll wake up at 9 a.m. tomorrow and if I manage to wake up, that's a success, right? So it it sounds very vague, but then again, if you look at a bigger picture, today if I wanted that, okay, today I'll go to office and I'll make sure I'll present my products to people and they will like it. They'll like my presentation. If they actually do like it, that's also a success, right? So I think every day you have success and you'll have failures and you'll have opportunity to learn. So, success is something I would say is not a single goal. A success is when you reach any goal that you had planned for and it worked out, uh, not on its own, on your own effort. So, <laughs> that's what I define success by.
1: Yeah, I really like that. I was, as you were talking, I was listening and jotting down, and I, I interpreted what you said as mindfully achieving our purpose, mindfully achieving what we set right. out to do. And I really like exactly. that because your point, it then makes success very much a almost a constant ebb and right. flow, and it requires mental attention, it requires energy, it requires dedication, but it also means that there's another opportunity
2: right, right around the corner. Right. Well, I, I would like to add something to that as well. Uh, Please. You see, uh, when when I say that success is every day, it, it doesn't just mean that I'm just saying it for the sake of saying it, Right. If you can be happy about every little thing you achieve, that motivates you more to do better in the next thing you do. Okay. So let's say today you decided that, okay, my target today is completing, uh, let's say, let's say you're writing articles and you, you plan that okay, today I'll complete two articles. If you manage to do that and you take that as success, then the next day you'll take another challenge and you'll feel more confident that, okay, I managed to get this many success yesterday. This will also be a success. And, uh, Motivation is something that helps you achieve things that you don't usually get uh, being, you know, depressed or, you know, in tension. Uh, To be frank, uh, in WordPress, uh, more people are developers. Let me talk in their language. Uh, When you're creating a program, okay, you're trying to find an algorithm. And if your intention that, okay, uh, let's say today uh, I don't have time, I'm out of time. If you're worried like that, your algorithm is going to get messed up no matter how much you try. But if you think that, OK, I have enough time. I'll do it if I'm motivated. You'll see that you'll need less attempts to successfully find an algorithm and start coding as fast as you can. So when I talk about success every day, the more success I can claim, the more confident I get. And that's when I start to see that, OK, every activity has a purpose. and I have to judge each and every purpose to define my success rather than thinking that, all right, my ultimate goal is being a millionaire. No, that's not a success definition to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the, the idea that, you know, every day is an opportunity mm-hmm. and an opportunity to learn. We have a, um, a tradition in my family here during the season before Christmas here um, where we light candles and um, we, uh, we talk about three things that we're grateful for. And we talk about, we've added in, what did you learn today? And I have found that to be very challenging. <laughs> but yeah, if you really think about it, you can think about something that you did learn. It might not be something monumental, but it might be like, I learned that, you know, pancakes with bananas burn more easily than pancakes without bananas or something silly but you may learn you know you can think about something that you learned every day and so I like that idea of success and I think part of that is thinking about what what opportunities you have every day to learn so thank you for sharing that
2: that's great
1: I made pancakes for breakfast today I
0: I saw that Liam I didn't. I didn't actually it was my daughter who had the pancake experience yesterday. That wasn't my own <laughs> lesson.
1: Well, you can do you have to learn directly, Tara, or can you learn by observation? <laughs> I learn
0: directly. That's just this is true. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you talk to us a little bit about um, CodeRex and what kind of plugins they make?
2: Okay. Um, I'll just again uh, break down to uh, CodeRex is basically for web development and uh, our sister concern is Rex theme where we develop plugins right uh, it's the same company just we made it separate so that it's easier for our clients to understand all right so when you go to coderex it's about uh, any types of uh, websites you need developed uh, maintenance or anything that's done in coderex uh, you coderex is a company where people come to hire quality uh, developers and we uh, we mostly provide white-level services to other agencies as well. So that's what CodeRex does. And we also decided that since it's we, we are in the WordPress niche, so why not go for a plugin development? So that's when Rick's Team came up. All right, So uh, Team is the sector where we have a set of developers and marketeers that are dedicated to individual plugins. Uh, let's say right now we have about five plugins. Uh, three of them are for WooCommerce. Uh, uh, our most prominent one is WooCommerce Product Feed Manager. And uh, then we have a VR plugin, WPVR, uh, which is basically to create virtual tours. Uh, then we have a, a plugin called Media Storage to Cloud. Uh, you know, uh, nowadays, people lo- love to use cloud a lot, and it helps uh, enhancing the website. So the Media Storage to Cloud was basically aimed at uh, people who wants to connect WordPress to their cloud storages. Okay. Uh, apart from this, we have uh, a couple of small plugins uh, such as uh, variation swatches. Uh, if you know what that is, uh, let's say uh, you have a variable product uh, that you sell. So variation swatches lets you, uh, you know, present that with buttons. People can choose from buttons rather than you know drop down menu. So that's a small plugin. But then we have another one which is new, very new, uh, abandoned card recovery. Uh, This is very useful for WooCommerce or any e-commerce, actually, that when someone abandons a card, you can reach them back. And uh, we're working on a funnel plugin, which is basically going to be one of our largest projects so far. So at Rex team, our team is not really that large. We are a team of 15 altogether in the office, and we maintain all these plugins, just the 15 of us, all right? Uh, The marketing team consists of four of us, uh, including me, uh, then there is zahir and Rafi and Shami these four are in the marketing we have two lead developers that works in the back end uh, one is sadi another is Sakib and we have two front-end developers one is tipu and another one uh, is uh, Bilal and then we have two dedicated designers so uh, you obviously know that ux designers are really important so we have dedicated ux designers uh which is Mahi and uh, Shathi. And recently we hired uh, someone for video editing as we're going into YouTube nowadays. Uh, so he's there dedicated, he's Tarek. And on top of all of us, there's the project manager, obviously. Uh, that's for Shih. So uh, that's our team. That's Yeah, what that's we-
0: a good team. <laughs> I yeah. imagine that virtual tour uh, plugin is really popular right now with with all of the COVID restrictions. I work with a lot of schools and they do virtual tours. Mm -hmm. I imagine a lot of organizations are doing that now. So I I would guess that you've seen an increase in that.
2: Oh, definitely. Uh, During the COVID actually we released a huge discount as well because we knew people would want that and keeping it expensive isn't making any beneficial for us, neither for them. So we gave a huge discount and uh, it really boomed. Right now, I think in WordPress, we have over 8,000 installation on the free version itself. And we have thousands more customers that are doing pro. So uh, that plugin really boomed at that uh, during COVID. Yeah, it really did. So
1: Tan, I wanted to <clears> change gears <throat> on you and ask you about advice. And it's another question, our signature sure. question. And it's around mm-hmm. what advice have you read, been given, stumbled upon, had thrown in your face, <laughs> and successfully implemented in your life. What's some advice that somebody gave to you or that you read that has made a real
2: difference to you? Okay. Uh, It's an advice one of my colleagues gave in during my call center years. All right. Uh, Basically it's really simple. Uh, Accept your mistake. (laughs) It's as simple as that. Uh, I used to be an arrogant guy. Uh, You know, any marketers who's a direct salesman, they're very arrogant. They're like, I'm always right. So, the main advice that came up was that i was claiming that if i take this approach it will definitely work and he was trying to say that no this is the reason why you lost the customer you should have gone in the other way right now i wasn't agreeing to that i was like no there must have been something wrong with the customer i was right <laughs> okay so that's when he said look uh, this will be helpful to you in future learn to accept your mistakes and then you'll see that you'll find out how to find better opportunities and that has helped me along till now i mean when i came to wordpress it's not like i, I was perfect in learning right i mean when you learn you apply you make mistakes you learn more so uh, it was great that uh, i got good support from the owner himself uh, lincoln because uh, he you know studies a lot he 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 basically studies every day new things so whenever i made mistakes he came and pointed out that those to me and if I was the same arrogant guy as I was in a call center I wouldn't have learned I would be like hey he's insulting me but he's not insulting me he's just saying that this is wrong maybe you should do this way and uh, that's one advice that I think everybody should uh, learn uh, to use that okay Uh, if we make a mistake it's possible nobody's perfect so we have to accept that it's nothing insulting it's nothing to feel uh, criticized about you should accept it and then find a way that, okay, how do I not repeat my mistake or how to improve the thing I did? So, yeah, that's the Yeah, I, I like said. that. I, I think uh, a lot of the world could do a better job,
1: myself included, of accepting our mistakes and learning from them or even just starting with accepting them rather than pointing fingers. That's great advice. I
0: yeah.
1: I, I like your work, colleague, from, from years gone by.
0: Yeah, it's a key customer service lesson in a way you can translate it to the saying, the customer is always right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it, and it takes some humility to be able to do that because we all, I think, have some innate desire to always be right.
1: Yeah. It's helpful to be right, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tan, we are we are running out of time here and this has been an absolute pleasure. But before we say goodbye to you, can you share where folks can find you online? Sorry? Before we uh, we're running out of time here. We've been we've been going back and forth. Right, we're coming right. up on our time and be, mm-hmm. before we say goodbye, I invite you to share where folks can find you online. Where where can uh, they learn more about
2: you and engage well with. If you? they if they want to learn about my work, they can actually visit my website rexteam.com, or they can knock me on Twitter, Sultan Royal 1, uh, and they can also find me in our company page, either Code Rex Facebook page or Rexteam Facebook page. And if they knock there, they ask for me, I'll always be there because I manage those pages, in fact. So, yeah. <laughs> you will be there. All right. right.
0: Well, thanks for joining us. It's been great to meet you. And I uh, hope you have a nice sleep this evening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Definitely, I will. I was dying to sleep because the whole day I had to work really hard. So, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All okay, right. so no, I really enjoyed talking with you guys. And thanks for having me here. Um, I hope in future we get another chance to talk I do too too. and I hope we get to meet in person before too long (laughs) okay take care bye bye Bye.
0: bye for now
1: you guys too have a nice day thanks for listening to the show we sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did
0: if you like what we're doing here meeting new people in our WordPress community we invite you to tell others about it we're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com
1: better yet Ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.